Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Over the top go the Brumbies looking for the steal. They get good shape on it. And the penalty goes the other way. Barrett looking for the dropping. Barrett nails it. The Blues win. The Blues win. How about that ice cold from Bowden Barrett. Yep, Bodie Barrett with uh, that drop goal. They were playing under advantage, of course. Uh, because uh, they were given a penalty under the sticks. They probably would have won anyway, but he sealed it uh, with a drop goal. Just uh, a, a nice piece of work. And uh, really, uh, in the end, uh, the Blues got up 21-19, to 19, and that was uh, the cliffhanger result of the weekend. To talk about the weekend's rugby, of course, and look back on uh, some interesting results and happenings, as we always tend to do, uh, we've got Tony Johnson this morning. Morning, TJ. Morning, Tony. Uh, good on you, mate. Uh, look, right, let's, uh, well, we might as well stay on that game, shall we? Uh, the Blues... And uh, the Brumbies, a seesawing sort of affair with uh, a lot of penalties, a lot of comments about the refereeing during the match and, uh, of course, afterwards as well. Yeah, well, it was an epic game in the end. It's the sort of game come to expect from New Zealand teams. If you want to win in uh, Canberra, you've you got to be tough about it. Uh, the, the Brumbies are hellishly hard to beat. But the Blues just keep finding different ways to win games, don't they? I mean, this was probably the biggest test of character that they've had so far this season. Yes, they won in Christchurch, but, you know, you win in Christchurch, you've got, you got to keep winning. And so you go to Canberra where they're always difficult, um, you know, to win. You've got a crowd that gets on the back of the referee all night. Um, but, you know, they, they played, I thought, a lot of negative stuff, the Brumbies. They really tried to um, spike the guns of the Blues, you know, that, the ruck-and-run game that they like to play. They do a hands all over the ball and trying to slow things down. You had Nick White yelling at the referee all night. And somehow they, they found a way to win. Uh, if Barrett hadn't slotted the penalty, um, forget the arguments. It was a clear-cut penalty. Ollie slapped Sapsford. He's gone in. He's not only gone in, uh, made an illegal side entry. He's not supporting his own body weight. He's got his hands all over the ball, not once but twice after the referee's called ruck. So I don't think they've got much of an argument with that. But in the end, um, you know, a game at, at times, you know, they kicked away a bit too much ball, uh, the Blues. But... Even so, that, that, that is a, a, a significant win for them. And, of course, it guarantees them home advantage right through to the final if they stay in the competition that long. It does, actually. Uh, and that, I think, is very, very significant because uh, the way it's shaping up um, you know, and the way they are playing um, and, and the, the probability of going to Eden Park to beat them at the moment um, is pretty tough. So... Uh, that was a great result, but it, it was uh, a game where the crowd, everyone, uh, Justin Harrison included in the commentary team, just kept going on uh, on at the referee, and of course there were comments afterwards from Alan Alatoa. Yeah, good. well he, he probably finds it a bit hard to take off his Brumby jersey, uh, you probably can't blame him for that, he's, he's passionate about them, but look, Smithy, you, you and I have both been there. In fact, I, I think I've called seven or eight games in Canberra over the years. Some of, not all of them involving New Zealand teams. And plenty of times I've gone there and said just how or why it's hard to win. As I say, the, the crowd get onto the referee, and I've seen a, a lot of referees over the years, uh, you know, succumb to that sort of pressure. 
Uh, but, uh, you know, first of all, I think you've got to give credit to Damon Murphy for actually having the guts to, to signal a penalty, even though it didn't come to that. Uh, for, for a match-winning penalty out in front of the post, he, he missed a blatant one over, over by the touchline where Swain came through and kicked at a ball at the back of the ruck. He called him out, but he at least had the bottle to do that. But I don't think the Brumbies have got a leg to stand on. As I say, they, they set about trying to break down the Blues game by slowing their ball down at the ruck. They kept doing illegal things at the ruck, and, and most of the time he kept penalising them. And, and so, uh, you know, as I say, in, in this case, if, if they blame the referee, well, I think they're, they're being a bit delusional. Alan Alatoa, I've never seen him talk like that. I guess the emotion of the occasion got to him. But, but in the end, um, I, I do not think the referee was the difference. Mm. Interesting. OK, let's look at uh, perhaps uh, some of the, the other games. Crusaders began the weekend with a very comfortable uh, 61-3 win over the draw. I think that was predictable. Uh, we did the Chiefs game, uh, 54-21. So um, what, what were the aspects you took away from, from that game going forward? Well, the Chiefs needed to restore a bit of order, didn't they, Smithy? They were coming under a bit of pressure um, for a, you know, a home quarter final, which is what everyone wants. And, and they did that. Um, it was the start of a very tough week for them because they've got to play uh, Moana Pacifica on Tuesday and then head back home to Perth for a game on Sunday. Um, so it, it was always going to be difficult for them. The Chiefs had um, some fairly major disruptions. I think they had something like 14 players in the end uh, that, that couldn't play in the game. I think there was an injury late in the week to Josh Lord on top of a few guys getting COVID and another bunch of guys out with injuries. So... They, they rode over the, the disruptions. It's a game they, they probably should have been expected to win and, and comfortably, and they did that. And, uh, you know, that, that just sort of rights the ship a little bit. They've got an interesting clash coming up this weekend. They've got to go to Lautoka, Churchill Park, and play the, the drawer up mm. there. And because it's in Fiji, that makes it a more difficult challenge. But they'll still have to win that uh, because there, there is a chance that they can be passed by the Hurricanes, maybe even the Waratahs into fourth place. But they'll be happy that they found some winning form, uh, you know, despite some, some, some difficulties going into that game at the right time. Uh, interesting one yesterday. Uh, I think, um, yeah. we, um, Bryn Gatland, uh, look, um, just a nod to him because, uh, you know, he's a guy at the centre of everything um, for, for the Chiefs. That number 10 jersey, it's so important. We'd seen Josh Ioane the, the week before come in and... and you know, really taking the line on was a uh, a key to the, that, that very good win that they had in Australia. And I, I thought uh, Gatlin followed up from that really well at the weekend. Is, you know, willingness to take the defensive line on, make a half break, make a break. That, that, that was a really important uh, contribution from him, probably his best game of the season. What we shouldn't um, actually overlook while we're on that Chiefs thing is the injury to Sam Kane. Uh, I spoke to Sam Kane actually, uh, as he was limping up the tunnel at half-time. Uh, he was more angry with uh, the, the the entry patterns of some of the uh, the, the players, um, you know, some of the force players, and, and and he sort of was hit from the side, wasn't he? So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, well, we, I, I, yeah, yeah, interesting. We did mention it, didn't we, Smithy? In the in the commentary, it was Medrano, the the Pumas prop. It was a cheap shot. He he came in the side of the ruck, so it was an illegal entry, which he got away with, and he's just gone straight for his knee. Um, you know, I just think that, that that's that's the act of, of of someone, and we 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 saw other acts like that this weekend. I mean, we saw one in the yesterday where 
you know, you, have you got no respect for your fellow player that you, you try and take him out with a shot like that? But yeah, that uh, you just got to hope that it, that it's not too bad. Um, you know, yeah, okay, we are well off at number sevens at the moment. We've got three world class number sevens in New Zealand, but he, he's, he's the captain, and the Chiefs will, will want him. But it, it, it didn't look great. Did it? No, and uh, the it did not, and the. Uh, the incident you're talking about yesterday and involved uh, Sam Gilbert for the Highlanders, which left them down a player, and it uh, also contributed to the fact that uh, they went down to the Waratahs, which confirms uh, that the Highlanders will be dead last anyway, and they'll be facing the Blues. That's been confirmed. Uh, but for the Waratahs, it was a good uh, opportunity to pick up some points, which they did, uh, which sits them at this stage to third last on the table. So that just improves their chances uh, a little bit more. What did, what did you make of that that incident, and uh, and of course that that result yesterday? Well, I'm, I'm afraid um, the word stupid comes to mind um, <clears throat> because he had him around the leg and he had time to think about what he was doing, and uh, eventually he went through with it. He tipped him up on his head. It could have been catastrophic for Hooper, uh, who has been copping it in all directions this year since, since joining the team back from Japan, um, and uh, Hooper had the last laugh in the end. But, but, you know, Sam Gilbert, I mean, straight away when he, he gets to the bench and he realises what he's done, and, and I suppose I think someone described it as a brain fart or a brain, brain explosion, but you just got to be smarter than that. And, and as I say, I, I think in the end it was, it was as stupid as it was dangerous what he did. And, and yet, right, uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, they, they, I, I didn't, it wasn't a particularly good performance um, from the Highlanders. Uh, you know, that, that was the sort of game. For some reason, the Waratahs have got a really good record in Dunedin, but I just, I think the Waratahs, uh, sorry, the Waratahs did pretty well. Um, the Highlanders were, were below par, and, and unless the force can do something remarkable, if the Highlanders were to lose and the force were able to win their two remaining games, they could still get picked out of eighth place. Unlikely to happen, uh, but they'll find themselves in eighth and gift for that as a trip to Eden Park. Yeah. Okay, right. Let's look at uh, it is a gift to Eden, uh, a, a gift of a trip to Eden Park. Let's look at um, this table now and, and the matches coming up this weekend, if we could. The key, as you said, Moana Pacifica Force that's on Wednesday, then Moana Pacifica Brumbies on Saturday. So a busy week for those guys catching up as well. Crusaders Reds. You would imagine the Crusaders will consolidate their place uh, on Friday night in Christchurch. Yeah, I, I would think so. Um, you know, they're, they're starting to hit some form. They uh, obviously had a, a couple of hiccups. They've lost three games in the round robin, but you know, to, to win in Canberra that was good. They they kicked on from that with a with an impressive win. Um, they've got to win just to make sure they get second place. They can't catch the Blues now, but you know, home advantage for a quarter and a semi final, possibly a final if the Blues get tipped up. That's what they'll be gunning for. Reds, to me, um, they're a team that have had um, potential. But, of course, injuries to Tupo and James O'Connor haven't helped them at all, and their discipline's just been woeful. Mm. OK, so there's that one there. The Waratahs uh, against the Blues. As I say, uh, Waratahs were able to pull off an... Un- what will the Blues do with their team? What, what will you think uh, Leon McDonald would do with his, his squad now? Will he mix and mingle a little bit this weekend? What, what yeah. happened to some of those sides that are guaranteed? Well, yeah, he's got options, hasn't he? Um, you know, on one hand, he probably want to keep some momentum going. On the other hand, he could seize the opportunity here just to, to take a couple of guys out of the team, guys who might have a, a, a niggle or a knock or whatever, so that he can have, you know, all guns blazing 
for a, you know the last two, three weeks, however long it is that they stay in the competition. So it's a tricky one. Um, there's a bit to play for the Waratahs. As I say, they could still sneak their way ahead of the, the Hurricanes or even the Chiefs. It seems a, a, a little bit unlikely, but that, that's, that's you know the possibility that they have. At the moment, uh, it's looking like it took Canberra for the Brumbies, so, so sorry for the Waratahs um, to take on the Brumbies. Mm. So they, they might be quite keen to avoid that. I, I don't know. Um, Leon McDonald's got options. I'm, I'm not going to try and second guess him here, Smithy. Um, I think a lot of coaches would probably prefer to try and keep the momentum going, but then you've got to think too of that. Uh, you know, the, what's you know the prize at the end of the line? What's the most important? Is it keeping your you know your, your big guns fresh? So are we looking at, in terms of uh, down the track here, are we looking at the likelihood of the old firm at it again? Are we looking Blues Crusaders at Eden Park? Well, I suppose that's the dream final, isn't it? That's what everyone would like to see. And, you know, you'd think you'd probably play it in front of a sellout crowd. Look, it's it's not a cert yet. Um, but I think, you know, that, that would be just a, a great way to end. A, a competition to, that, to my mind, has turned out to be a lot better than some people were predicting and a lot of people keep insisting on saying. I think we've seen some epic games in, in the last few weeks as well as the, as the competition starts to firm up who's, who's playing for what. Um, I, I wouldn't, uh, you know, you've got to respect the Brumbies, though. Um, maybe they lost the plot a little bit at the weekend and they have dropped two games at home. But they were very good the way they controlled the game against the Chiefs and in a one-off knockout game. I don't think anyone fancy playing them that much. At the moment, the seedings would indicate the Blues uh, a semi-final against the Chiefs and the Crusaders against the Brumbies. Uh, and what a weekend even that would be. Um, but, but, you know, you, you, you can't sort of disregard the possibility that, that someone's just going to come up with their performance of the season or there's going to be a, um, you know... A, card or something like that will influence things. But, but by the way, Smithy, just getting back to that thing about the red card, what, what we saw yesterday mm. was just another nail in the coffin of the 20-minute red card. The fact that a, that a guy did that when he had an opportunity to bail out of it, but he tips him up anyway, to me suggests that the 20-minute red card, much as we had high hopes for it, not wrecking the contest and you know m- making the, the outcome a foregone conclusion, it just simply mm. hasn't been enough of, the, of a deterrent when combined with, I think, some fairly um, soft um, suspensions that have been handed out by the judiciary. I think it's a very good point, actually. It, it has not been uh, a deterrent. You're, you're dead right in that regard. So uh, just before I uh, let you go, Tony, uh, it's pretty much the end of the, um, the penny session this time round for Fiji Draw and Moana Pacifica. Both will finish at the foot of the table to draw at, at this stage, although Moana Pacifica have got two chances to perhaps leap above them. Uh, a report card on their first year in. Okay, well, first of all, Moana Pacifica, they've had a lot go against them. I mean, they were the worst hit by COVID early on. And I wonder how different things might have been if they'd got to play their first game at home at Mount Smart against the Blues, as was originally the plan. Um, they just never picked up the momentum from the crowds that I thought they might. Well, we, we all thought that they might. Um, as I say, the, the, the season was just so fractured and, and fragmented. And, of course, even uh, the game in Melbourne uh, got called off uh, because this time because the force got, got affected. Um, you know, they, they had their moments. But they, they got a win. Um, but, obviously, a season under their belt, you'd hope that they'd, they'd come back um, next year. 
stronger, more competitive, and hopefully less disruptive. To me, the Drua showed great possibilities, particularly when they played that game in Suva. Ideally, in the end, you'd want them playing all their games in Fiji. Um, maybe we're a wee way off that. You know, Churchill Park in Lautoki, just better hope like mad it doesn't rain, because if it rains, it, it can mm. just turn into a mess very quickly. But there's talk of a new stadium. They've been talking about a new stadium in, in Denaral. Um, wouldn't that be fantastic? And, and I think the hope has to be that these teams um, make enough of, a, of an impact. And I think Fiji probably in a, in a better position to do this at the moment, to draw some of their talent back from overseas. I mean, it's been great to see, for example, Denny Lange, he's a great sevens player, you know, come back and, and join the team. And you, you just got to hope that maybe um, that happens as well, because I think they've got, you know, OK, they've only had three wins between the two of them, but they've certainly had their moments and... and that day in, in Fiji, um, you know, in Suva, uh, their performance over there, even though they didn't win the game in the end, what, what an occasion that was. And to me, that, that's, the, that's the hope that these two teams bring. Tony Johnson, always great uh, catching up with you. Great calling with you as well. I enjoyed that on uh, Saturday night. Uh, thanks for your uh, summation of the weekend's events and uh, looking forward, mate. Uh, thank you very much, Tony Johnson, this morning. Hey, thanks for the Have a great week, mate. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.